0: off the ball
1: the salary cap has gone so low it's a very interesting decision the decision is do you work or do you play rugby you know and and it may be better off to work
0: subscribe to the rugby stream on the otb sports app now
2: Sky Sports, BT Sport
0: and Premier Sports for just 30 euro a month for six months. That's better than half price. Be part of every game with Virgin Media. It's playtime.
1: Six month offer, 74 euro, a month after offer. TCC's apply, see virginmedia.ie.
0: Is your home or motor insurance up for renewal? Now is the time to check if your policy still offers you the right cover and the right fit at the right price. To be sure you're getting the best deal, take this opportunity to shop around. It's easier than you think. Simply contact your insurer or broker today. Remember, don't just renew, review. For more information, visit understandinginsurance.ie Brought to you by Insurance Ireland.
2: Bosch. Appliances you can rely on. For peace of mind, choose from Bosch's five-year warranty range of home appliances. For more information, go to paracity.ie. T's and C's apply. In the Irish Times weekend, US correspondent Martin Wall reports on Donald Trump's latest legal battle, his plans for his defence and retaking the White House. In Ticket, Hollywood veteran Harrison Ford talks to Donald Clark about reprising the role of Indiana Jones. While in sport, ahead of an historic World Cup, Karen Duggan recalls the players united stand against the FAI in 2017 and how the power of unity could be improved by other teams, and there's another chance to win €1,000 in our summer giveaway. Buy in store or get it delivered to your door. The Irish Times, because you get it. T's and cs apply. It
0: started out with a tremor. Everyday routine things I can no longer do. I have difficulty walking, and my speech is impaired. My name is Caleb Sheehan and I have motor neuron disease.
2: Peter O'Malley here. This June, stay silent for an hour or a day to experience what it's like to lose your voice, all while supporting Voice for MND. Visit imnda.ie for more.
1: Off the ball. This is News Talk.
2: This is Off the Ball Saturday on News Talk. John Duggan with you through to five. Now, remember, folks, as you're binge on sport this weekend, to pick out your best performance of the weekend, whether it's a player, manager, even the ref. Tune into OTB's Instagram page tomorrow evening, Sunday. Leave a selection in the comments under our performance rankings post. If your selection matches our topic live on Monday's OTB AM, you're with the chance then of winning a Gillette Labs exfoliating razor, skin guard shaving gel and a refill blades pack. That is the Gillette Labs performance rankings for an effortless finish to your day. Now, time to look ahead to this weekend's Gaelic football action. We're joined on the line by the former Galway captain Finian Hanley And the ex-Mayo All-Ireland winner Cora Staunton Finian and Cora, how are you? Not too bad John, how are you? good to talk to
1: you both Finny and you there yeah I am yeah, good John yeah,
2: great. yeah, Yeah, great to talk to you both uh, any questions or comments folks uh, you can text us on 53106 at a cost of 30 cent or streaming the conversation as well you can listen on news talk watches on the off the ball digital and social channels on Twitter on off the ball YouTube and on Facebook let's just go through the fixtures first of all because there's so many of them uh, group 4 of the football championship Claire Derry in Pierce Park at 6 this evening Donegal Monaghan in that group and Oma at 6 Talton Cup today Limerick Leash in the Gaelic Grounds at 3 Mead Wexford and Navan at four, Cavan Down and Breffney Park at 5.15 Then tomorrow, Group One of the All Ireland series round robin the final matches. Kerry Louth at Amore Park at two, at the same time Cork Mayo at the Gaelic Grounds at two. In Group Two, Armagh, Galway and Carrick and Shannon at four, at the same time Westmeath, Tyrone at Breffney Park. And Group Three, Dublin, Sligo at Breffney Park, 145, with Kildare West Common meeting in O'Connor Park at 145 as well. Antrim against Carlo in the Talton Cup tomorrow at Carrigan Park from one o'clock. So this is the last weekend of, I would call, the fog in the Men's Senior Football Championship of the All-Ireland Series. By the end of tomorrow, we'll have had 24 games to reduce a 16-team format to a 12-team format.
1: Finnian, can you see through the fog? <laughs> Jesus, it's... We <fit. laughs> wouldn't land a plane at any, uh, John, to be honest. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's, it, look, it's it's been a bit of bluster for the last few weeks, uh, to be honest, it kind of you don't want to say nothing games but look we were we're always going to end up in this position where we're kind of going to reach probably the best eight maybe one out of the pack might jump in but uh we're going to be there and thereabouts in the end you know a lot of games for 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 eliminating a short amount of teams, and there's no point in overly going into it i think it's been talked to that online and and uh in media circles so look it's something they have to look at for next year But. uh um, there may be a bit of interest this weekend, um, you know, Galway Armagh has a bit of interest to it, um, you know, Cork and Mayo maybe might might bring something, you know, Cork might bring some edge there and, you know, might set up defensively and, and, and Mayo might struggle against that, you don't know, but other than that, it's pretty much straightforward, I think it's the points difference and, and, and the likes of the dogs will they rack up a big score to go straight through to the quarterfinals, but... Um, it's been much to about nothing for the last while and uh, hopefully we'll get something interesting this weekend.
2: Will be one of the uh, implications though, Finian, to save Galway win tomorrow against Armagh, you'll have a week off. Um, like, Will an extra week's rest be hugely advantageous or could it be a case that teams that have been spluttering a bit might uh, get a bit of a head of steam?
0: Um, it's a
1: good question John I think you know in the past uh, they talked about the old backdoor system you know the likes of Tyrone went into round one of the qualifiers on a few occasions and uh, they got up ahead of steam with a couple of nice draws but I don't think there's enough time for that now I think with the way the game has gone and how tactically it's gone you know, minutes on the training pitch, walking through systems and making sure that everyone is fully, fully aware from 1 to 30, not just 1 to 15, but the guys that are coming into the 26th that they can come on and seamlessly strap in. There won't be much training per se, but it'll be tactical. And I think actually the week off will be more beneficial than what we'll say the running games was a couple of years ago so I think Dublin Galways the, these sort of teams will want to go straight through to the quarters and find you get bodies rested get the, the top players back and 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 really find you on the you know in the video room really is where they'll do a lot of their work over the next two weeks um, It
2: appears Laz Westmeath and perhaps Sligo will join Clare not making the preliminary quarterfinals next weekend Cora what have you made of this uh, format so far what have you learned I suppose from observing what's gone on
0: yeah, I, I don't think there's a huge, a huge amount to be learned. Um, you know, the, the format. while there's been a lot of talk about uh, about it. You know, I think it's been relatively okay. There is a lot of games to just eliminate uh, four teams, but you know, there's the there's the talk about should it should it be only the top two that goes through and um, not the third team, and, and it has been... Out. But I think you know, generally, if you look at, look at this new championship format, it hasn't been too bad. The thing I'd say is, you're probably better off to, to go to the top two, to go straight in and, and probably knock out the Freeland the quarterfinals. But um, I think it's been a learning curve, not just for obviously the GEA themselves, but I think for teams, you know, when they should peak, you know, um, how, how important provincial finals are. It's, it's, you know, we're nearly like in three different competitions at this stage. Take out the National League, which is your provincial, then you have the group stages of the All Ireland Championship. And then your third stage, then is, um, you know, the quarterfinals on. So, I don't think we're going to get a proper read on it until till the whole thing is done and, and dusted, and we see who all Ireland champions are. But I think teams are just finding their way um, through it. Um, you know, probably putting a lot of emphasis on winning their first match because if you win your first match, you're more than likely in, in the top three in your group, and then uh, after that, win second and third to try and get your to try and top the group. And I do think the benefit of top of the group group is probably going to be big. And again, we're not going to know that till. Till we go further down the line but the teams of the week off as finnian said is probably going to be advantageous um you know especially when you have teams like armagh who have already played seven championship games already compared to you know teams like mayo who've just played the four so you, you i do think that thing of having a week off and and um will be a benefit even though you know there is momentum going in and um, you really wouldn't want to be finishing your group game on a loss you don't want, want to be you know especially teams like mayo um they don't want to be finishing on the last. They want to be going Dublin the same. You just kinda of want to build that momentum going through. But Overall, it's you know, it's 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 a pass mark on, on how it's been run, but I do think there'll be um, adaptations going forward into next year's championship. Would
2: well, you hope so? I mean, in my view, I just think I I, I don't like the format at all. Uh, I think it's just too convoluted. There's no jeopardy until we're going to have six brilliant weeks of GAA from next weekend. But until then, it's been a completely phony war because with Mayo, for example, Cora they put out the best performance so far in the championship in beating Kerry, then they scrape past Louth. So which is the real Mayo?
0: Yeah, well, I think that's hard to tell. I think um, Limerick on Sunday will probably give us a better idea which which Mayo are at. I don't still think it'll give us, um, you know, uh, the best Mayo, but I do think it'll tell us a little bit more um, where, where where they're at. And, uh, and obviously building into quarter final, but I think for for the likes of Mayo, when they'd seen the group that they were in at the start of, of the, the All Ireland series, and they'd have seen they're in a group with Kerry, and they had to go down to Fitzgerald Stadium, you know, possibly to top the group. You know, I think that's what was their probably, you know, match that they definitely targeted um, going in and they won that and it probably gives them a little bit of breathing room. You know, Kevin McStay want them to go down and, and put in a big performance tomorrow. You know, the, the main thing was he'll want to get the two points and top the group and give them that week off, you know, weekend off, whether it's to, to get uh, players right back from injury or, or to to look what you're, what you're going to have um, going forward where... You know, if they lost to Cork tomorrow and and you know score difference allowed Kerry to top the group, say so they give Loud, you know a good beating, Well, then you know that's a a, a negative way for Mayo to go into a, a possibly a prelim quarter final, leaving in quarter final. You do want in on a loss. You want to have that momentum going through. So. Yeah, I I don't know what the real Mayo is. I don't know what the real Dublin is. I don't know what the real Kerry is. You know, as I said, there's no one really putting their hand up as major All Ireland contenders at the moment in time. Probably Galway are the ones that have been the most balanced right throughout league and championship, but at the same time, they're they're still not peaking anywhere near where they can be.
2: We're glad we all know who we all are. Cor, I suppose we <laughs> Finian, you, myself, yourself. We all know who we are. I suppose if the counties don't know where they are, like you're talking about the video room there, Finian. Um, like how much of that is 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 done now, and and, and how beneficial and advantageous is it to players? Are they given like specific clips of individually, or is it done more on a collective basis?
1: Yeah, I suppose when I was finishing up, it was becoming a kind of a, you know, a lot of your physical training was done in the spring, we'll say, uh, where you were getting the lungs up and you'd be playing matches and all that sort of stuff and training. But once it came into the summer, and I think it's even more so now, I'd say... You know, for the, a lot of teams, the is at the Dublins, they're taking, you know, probably like a job on a Saturday where they're probably in at nine o'clock and they're doing some training, but then they'll, they'll go in and watch video and go through, you know, different shapes. And I know some teams then are even bringing in drones to show positioning on, on the training field and where guys need to be because it's quite rigid now that you can nearly pick a spot on the pitch where you need to be in a game and uh, regardless of how the play is going you'll need to find that and when they're in the video room there could be an hour or two hours going through all this and particularly when you're either defending in, in a group or you're attacking in a group you know one player can open up an attack open up a defense and, and, and one player out of position can can leave yourself open at the back as well so they'll be fine-tuning all that so I don't think there'll be much physical work John over the next couple of weeks with all the games I think a lot of it will be walkthroughs. Quite a pain for the for the for the the second fifteen, we'll call them, where they kind of spend a lot more time kind of watching what is happening, and the first fifteen walking through. But the physicality and all the physical training is done at this stage. Um, a lot of it will be done in the collective, and I presume they can all get into their phones into their huddles and all these sort of apps that they have to see individuals' opposition, see their own clips, you know, where they need to be. And that's the level of detail it's at now. Uh, and there's no, you know, there's no going back to that. And, you know, people are coming up with different ideas. There's GPS, there's all sorts of stuff happening. So over the next couple of weeks, it'll be more about that, um, you know, the video analysis side of it than it will be anything to do on the train of Will there be niggle between Galway and Armagh after last year, Fillion? There will. There will, John. I hope there is. Uh, look, you know, the league match, we we kind of robbed them up in, 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 in Armagh in the end, you know, with a goal or whatever. So, uh, and that was quite tight as well. I know Armagh were quite defensive and, and Galway were quite defensive. So, I hope it's not a case that both teams mirror each other and uh, it's a damn squib. But I think after last year... They've played each other a lot of times over the last while, uh, John, to be honest. And I think after last year, you know, where did Armagh get the results in the end? Long high ball into the full back line. Will they target our full back line isn't the tallest? Um, Will they target that again? They might look at our goalie and say maybe under the high ball, there's been a couple of mistakes this year. Can we get at them that way? So that would make for a real interesting game. Now, obviously, Park with is tight. There's 9,000 people. It's going to be packed out it'll be quite intense uh, at the beginning but it'll be interesting to see how Armagh go about this game because they you know they they know Galway a lot better now there's nothing between the teams really Galway's slightly more settled on their system but I think, you know, Armagh can, can trouble Galway if they really go at them. And it'll be interesting to see what Mernon and Turbot and these guys, will they start raining balls down on the full back line? But you would hope for a bit of needle, maybe, you know, on the sidelines stacked with, with personalities as well. So you would hope for uh, at least a bit of crack uh, to, 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 to shine a light on the last couple of games.
2: know, O'Neill, obviously absent. And uh, the other game in that group, Finney and Tyrone, Westmeath. Uh, Westmeath have... They've done themselves proud, haven't they? After winning the Charlton Cup, they've they were it was there their bats for a while against Galway. They pushed Armagh very close. They're capable of beating Tyrone, unlikely but capable.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. They're you know look they've got they've got some good players. They were there. I think we spoke about this two weeks ago. They were there with Galway. You know, up to forty minutes, forty five minutes. But I think that's when the big teams kind of come to the fore. And I think Galway subs bench. You know, John Maher, Damian Comer came on and that that's the big difference really. It's it's from fifteen to twenty that you know, with the quality of the top teams, that's where you pull away. I think a lot of games have been even for the first 45, 45 minutes. Westmead have done really well, and it's it just kind of shows the carrot that winning the Talton Cup can be that you know you guarantee yourself into the All Ireland next year, you, know, you can take maybe look at the league differently. and I think Westmead did that, so credit to them, you know, and Desi Dolan, they've they've stood up, they haven't been they could have beaten Armagh, they haven't you know thrown in the towel. They'll have a right cut tomorrow, but I think tomorrow's all about watching. What this Toronto team are and and what they want to be this year. Uh, the two Cannavans are starting, which I suppose everyone is really really excited to see how that goes because that could uh, you know it could be early doors for them or it could absolutely turn into. Five years of, of brilliance for, for Tyrone and for everyone to watch. Like, these guys are unbelievable footballers. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how they play together and how they fit in with McCurry, you know, and Hart and these guys. Uh, Tyrone are coming good, I think, John, to be honest. Their midfield is as strong as any um, in the country. And uh, with the forwards they pick tomorrow, it's really exciting. Whether those forwards will get to stay up the pitch enough to 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 have a huge impact it remains to be seen. But uh, I think Tyrone will will win probably by five or six. But uh, you no, know, Westmeath have found themselves proud and the Tallaght Cup proud. Cork uh, Cork
2: um, have done well. Like they beat Laz narrowly, but they really put it up to Kerry the last day. Porky Quive. So does that give you a little bit of concern going in tomorrow tomorrow's game from a Mayo perspective?
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it does. I think you never know what Cork team are going to turn up. That, that's probably the biggest worry for Mayo going in. They're probably not sure what they're going to come up against. Um, I was in Navin to watch Cork live. Um, you know, there was parts that match I was really impressed with Cork and parts that I just thought Cork was so poor. Um, you know, they bet loud on that, that evening by two points, but they could have easily lost the game. Um so a lot a lot with Cork relies on how Brian Hurley plays in that forward line. If if he's firing Cork or normally firing Dig and he was excellent. Um Stephen Sherlock came on as well and he was excellent when he came on. So a lot relies there. Um, I think if Mayo can nullify that, that threat up front And you'd imagine with the the calibre defenders that they have there, they'll be able to. But yeah, Kevin McStay will will be a a little bit worried, especially after performance against Loud, you know, how they'll go. Um, You know, and they'll target a big performance, as I said. To 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 guarantee that um spot that that number one spot in group in their in group one also um to be going in with a, a big performance um into a, whether it's a quarter final or a prelim they'll be hoping it's a quarter final but they they'll want a performance especially after how they have performed against Louth for a large majority of the game you know it wasn't the Mayo that he wants and the way they perform so I think Cork will be on Cork, but I, I do see that Mayo will come out on top in that in that game. Um,
2: what about Kerry then Finian? uh we will learn I think more as the championship goes on if they do beat Loud tomorrow but, but there seems to be something missing so far with the kingdom doesn't seem to be all very happy
1: no uh, you know yeah, it's, a, it's a funny one really because Kerry are, you know, by nature the the aristocrats. They, you know, they write the they write the script when it comes to playing football and playing it well and playing a you know attractive brand of football. Um, slight tweak last year. Obviously, Paddy Talley went down, you know, they got more rugged, got more defensive. You know, absolutely closed up shop at times and things like that. And uh, uh, it's funny because you know the mob the mob is fickle in in a lot of these traditional counties, particularly Kerry. And if your team isn't you know, playing well or, or or playing a nice brand of football, and and they're losing. Then you know it can be you know a, a little bit of uneasiness can happen. Um, and uh, I think Kerry is you know given that they won the All Ireland last year is brilliant, but they need to back it up. And and all the talk talking Kerry over the last number of years was obviously winning an All Ireland, but it's what you do the year after is more important than what you do. Do you win your first one? So uh, it is a bit uneasy. Obviously, Clifford is, is is still carrying the can there, and as I think it was Paul Flynn or someone said last week, he can he can win an All Ireland on his own because of his his ability. But uh, they need a bit more from the the supporting cast. I think up front, you know, they've tried to. They've tried to pick players, newer players, Tony Brosnan to these guys, Killian Sperland, but you know, they're back with Ganey, uh, they're back with these guys, Daramina, and again. So Jack O'Connor seems to be going for the tried and trusted and the other guys don't seem to be breaking into that starting fifteen. Now I know obviously it's important to have a, a very strong bench as well, but um, I just wonder about Kerry, have they got the the good for it to go all the way this year again, you know, uh, I, I, I haven't seen it yet. Now look, they have the players to, to up it in the quarter final and if they're timing the run, uh, it's the most genius managerial move in a long, long time because they haven't shown anything to date that's, that would say that they can uh, be All-Ireland champions this year. But look, there's there's loads of footballers in that team. Uh, you know, if they shake off the tiredness and and Clifford, the two Cliffords get their mojo, then, you know, they can destroy most teams, bar that maybe two or three. So, um, I I do sense a little bit of an easiest though, John. I don't think it's all right there. I think maybe there could be a style issue and things like that uh, going on down there, but that remains to be seen.
2: We're talking to Finian Handy and Cora Staunton about Gaelic Football. Ross Common, um, maybe one of these uh, teams that could take a scalp. Uh, Cora, um, they're going to go through. It's probably likely Dublin will be ahead of them on points difference by tomorrow evening. Dublin playing Sligo. Ross Common taking on Kildare. Um, Davy Burke was going to give an out about the advance mark. Was he right? Obviously, you know all about marks. Given your work down in the uh, Australian rules.
0: Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not a fan of it um, since the rule came in. Um, yeah, I, I'd say he's probably right. Um, you know, I just don't think it adds to the game. I think it's just a very soft way of of getting the American side of the game and it adds value, value to, to the game at all. But um, no, I think Davey Burke, I think if you're to look at uh, any story of the championship so far or any team, I think Ross are the team that has impressed the most. Even though they, they lost the, the Connacht um, Championship to to uh, Galway, been really impressive. You know, I think they've obviously beaten Mayo in in a Connacht semi-final. Um, so and, and done really well against them. Um, you know they've drew with the Dubs and, and um, obviously played Sligo and and, and and played very well against them. And, and that's all on their back of their doing very well in Division One. Obviously safe and, and not being far away from you know um, a Division One final. So I think he's done massive job down there. Yeah, they're probably going to miss out in top spot. Just to a nice that will will beat Sligo. Um, uh, they'll have an easier game than um, Ross Common will against Kildare you know, that third spot in that group is all up for it. It's, you know... Sligar on minus 10 uh, Kildare on minus 9 so um, it, that third spot is really 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 tight so you'd, you'd imagine the likes of Sligar are going to try and hold Dublin as much as they can at bay because even if they don't beat them they'll want their scoring difference um, to, to be kept as low as they can and Kildare will obviously be pushing to beat Roscommon and if not at that if it's, if it's close as close as it can be so yeah I, I just think credit huge credit has to go to Davy Burke I think he's doing a massive job with that Roscommon team I think for them you know they'll obviously um, get a, a prelim quarterfinal. They'll be pushing to win that and, and seeing can they, they test themselves against the, the, the bigger teams in, in a quarterfinal. But yeah, they're certainly a team that people won't want to do in a prelim or if, if they get to a quarterfinal. So they're done massive work. I, I do think that Dublin will beat Sligo and I think Ross Common will get over Kildare because I've while Kildare early days in their Leinster semi-final against Dublin were, you know, that was probably their best match. You know, they've been very poor outside of that one match. So, um, you know, I think they'll struggle against a Ross Common team that's very up and coming.
2: And Cora, Dublin have been slick at times, but also ordinary at times by their standards.
0: Yeah, it's, it's again they're a bit like Kerry. It's very hard to know um, what to make of them. Um, I, I think a lot of it's kind of based on what we've seen in the past. Um, that we're waiting for them to come you know obviously with the big names back you know Jack Mack's back um even for tomorrow own merchants back you know they're they've been mixing and matching with their with their team Eric Kenny is on the bench for, for tomorrow so they've had the big big guns back Paul mangan but they just haven't fired um you know just that Leinster final against Loud. um they've, they haven't really fired all day you know their league final against Derry wh- while they won that well. You know, they only put I think it was like four seven up in in that in the, in that game. So, yeah, we're we're probably still waiting to to see where they're really at. They're they're a very interesting watch. Um, they they probably will get top spot in the group, so they'll have the week off. And you know, I think it's from a quarter final onwards, we're, we're probably going to see where where the right Dublin are at. But I would be a little bit worried that they haven't been firing and they've been very up and down, and they just haven't seemed to got that right mix. There's still a little bit of concern about that their their backline and the players that they've lost they haven't replaced them with the, the same calibre so while they have you know all, all the firepower up front they still haven't been firing on all cylinders and have struggled at times so yeah it's going to be very interesting I don't think you're going to see like her you're probably not going to see the real Dublin unless they get a, a difficult quarter final or a, um, you know possibly even a semi-final I don't think you're going to see the real Dublin or Kerry till t- t- that stage
2: Finian where would you assess these three ulster teams uh, that are going through tomorrow or this evening actually Derry, Monaghan, Donegal where they're at now
1: yeah Derry are still obviously there and thereabouts I think Derry can frustrate the life out of anyone on their day and probably can Roll over the line against even Dublin, Kerry, Galway. If they if they get their, you know, if they get that bit of luck that they might need, uh, given the way they set up, uh, no one will want to play Derry because of their style. And uh, their style is so you know it's, it's 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 completely rigid at the back, but they're so unpredictable up front. They've got a lot of different types of plays that they can throw at you. So uh, we'll say Kerry, Dublin, Galway will not want to play Derry. And I still see Derry as a threat. They've been through a lot this year. Um, and they haven't shot the lights out yet but I still see them as you know been up there maybe not top three but four or five potentially Um, Donegal and Monaghan uh, Monaghan have done incredibly well this year obviously again staying up in the league which you know they do time and time again and and, and obviously they've they've uh, bedded in nicely to the group stages as well so I think they'll have a little bit too much tonight for Donegal it kind of depends as well on what Macriarty's like after coming back after a long injury it'd be nice to see Macriarty and Gallen uh, up front and I think they've missed obviously Macriarty over the last while and people kind of underestimate you know, th- a huge loss of that type of player to a team, and Johnny Gall have taken a lot of slack. But when you look at the caliber of player that they've they've missed in, in McCreary, then you know they've really struggled. But uh, I think Monaghan are really, really good at the minute. Um, I, I I fancy them to beat Johnny Gall and 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 really have a good cut at whoever they meet after that. Because like up front, they're they're you know they've McCarran starting, but they've got Moan, Carey, Banigan, O'Hanlon, a lot of pace. There and and you know I've seen them in Pear Stadium this year. They were, you know, a lot of pace all over the pitch and and, and that's troublesome for any defence. So uh, and then you've got the bench, McManus and the Hughes So they, they have a nice balance. I wouldn't be right money off but I, I, I in the overall. But I think I think Johnny Gall. Uh, you know, I think this will be kind of preliminary quarter final will be the end for them, and they'll start building next year. Accord the ladies' championship upon us,
2: Dublin Kerry. That's a, a great way to start today.
0: Yeah, it's um, it'll be an interesting one as well. Obviously, Kerry had a, a poor Munster final, we favourites going into that loss to Cork, and had a really poor first half, a lot better second half. Um, but after their league their league final win, you'd expect them to have beaten Cork. So, yeah, you, you'd uh, imagine there'd be a kickback from from the Munster final. Obviously, uh, Dublin then beat me in the Leinster final. It's it's going to be an intriguing battle, very hard one to call, but. Um, I think if Kerry have aspirations of you know getting one step further than they did last year they're going to have to you know come out with um, a big uh, big performance today and I do think that, that they'll pip Dublin just, just about.
2: Well you've got this item on O T B A M our Breakfast Show Corps, called the Power Rankings uh, Tommy Rooney has been marshalling it expertly of late. So what are your Power Rankings uh, if we're going to steal the phrase uh, your top five say for the Ladies Football Championship this year?
0: Yeah, I've seen Tommy's um, power rankings. All right, he's got a bit, bit of stick over them. But yeah, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I was to call it at this moment in time, I think it's Kerry 1. I think it's Galway, or sorry, I think it's Cork 2. Um, I think it's Dublin 3, Mayo 4. Um, probably Galway, Mead's 5, 6 in that regard. Now, in saying that, Meade have just had a change in management and all word on the street is that a lot of their backroom team who are involved with the, with the mead men, Eugene Ivers and Paul Garrigui, is are they both back so that could put them up in the power rankings but I probably need to see if, if, if that's the case but yeah I, th- I think if you're to look at it at the moment probably Kerry Cork um are probably my, my top two and I've said it all year Kerry probably my favourites but yeah they, they, they disappointed me in the Munster final but I think there will be a kickback and I think there's a little bit of a psychological barrier when they come up against Cork
2: and there's a shift in your obviously you know what we've seen in the landscape because in the recent five to six years Dublin and me have been the dominant
0: teams in ladies football yeah, there has there's been a recent shift. Um, obviously, it was you know it was Cork the Cork era, then the Dublin era, and now the Mead era. But yeah, I just think Meath have probably lost a few girls that's, through injury and that's gone travelling and new change in management. Uh, yeah, I just think it'll be a huge ask for them to go for three in a row. Um, and I think teams have ca- came up to their level and you know especially the likes of as I said Kerry. I think there's Cork are coming again after a number of years of yeah, underage success. I think Mayo's performance in the Connacht final and, and probably the last year or so has, has seen them move up the rankings as well. So I think it's wide open, um, John. I think if you if you if you you could put money on any and probably five or six, and you wouldn't say, oh, that's a huge surprise. I I really think there's probably six or seven teams in the mix that see themselves as genuine All Ireland contenders. So yeah, it's it's going to be a great championship to watch, and and it's very difficult to call. Um, you know who you know th- that's me saying Kerry, but it's a very difficult one to call because I do think it could be any any of one of probably six or seven teams.
2: Five three one zero six Nolla has been in touch from Dublin to say the mark will eventually be exposed for what it is a ridiculous award of a point for simply. Hatching a ball when the All Ireland final is decided by one. Um, Finian, also good to see the Charlton Cup now reach the quarter final stage. Uh, maybe me, their favourites, meet Cavan. Maybe might be up the top of the rankings, but Wexford have been doing well of late. They uh, they take on me this weekend.
1: Yeah, the last weekend was great, brilliant for the Charlton Cup. You know, uh, saw some of the games, but like the likes of Wexford winning, in like Carl over there, there was a lot of. I think a lot of the underdogs won last week or last weekend or the last round, uh, which is brilliant for the competition because uh, it's a lot easier for the. We say, if we look at three tiers, we look at, you know, in 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 the whole that the, the third tier to beat the second tier is a lot easier than the second tier to beat the first tier. So it's great, you know. There's there's carrots there for the Waterfords, the Wicklow's to go and take scallops and and obviously needs. I think Cavan have the bit between their teeth. I think a lot of the lads stayed around um you know they' were very disappointed after the RMA they're, they're seeing what RMA are doing and they probably felt they sh- they they could have won that um but but, but look I think Cavan and Mead would be a, would be a fantastic final. Uh, given their neighbours, and uh, there's a there's no love lost there, um, and I think the likes of Cullum O'Rourke, Mickey Graham, two two seasoned footballing campaigners yeah. would uh, would go toe to toe. I think it'll be fantastic. But I do look, I do see Kevin and Mead as the front runners. Down can cause a bit of trouble, but uh, Kevin should just have too much. For and
2: Hanley, Handley, Corstorphine. Thank you so much for your time and off the ball here to look ahead to the begins football. Mind yourselves.
0: Cheers, John. Thanks, John. Take care.